forever. Dog. Hi, hi, hi. It's Sydney. And Marie. From the Unofficial Expert Podcast. We're here to tell you what you need to check out this week on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Let's start with Treks in the City, a podcast hosted by Alice Wetterland and Veronica Arsario. And they welcome back fan favorite guest Paul F. Tompkins. Talking about Star Trek, the next generation, space fashion, intergalactic sex, and so much more. But why stop there? Check out more great Treks in the City quarantine episodes with guests like Amanda Seals, Yodoya Travis, and Forever Dog podcasters Tom Sharpling and Mitra Johari. And if you missed it on Sloppy Seconds, Big Dipper and Meatball interview actor and comedian Lauren Lapkus from the Netflix movie The Wrong Missy. Do you know what it's like to grind on David Spade? Well, she does. And of course, hello, you already know, we'd love for you to check out and subscribe our freaking show, The Unofficial Expert, where we talk to our favorite comedians and friends about their fields of fake expertises. We had some incredible guests like Devin Walker as a reform hoe expert, Alana mm-hmm. Glazer as a friendship expert, mm-hmm. and Forever Dog own Meg Stalter as the church expert. So laugh and learn something absolutely ridiculous by subscribing again to the unofficial expert thanks for listening and for all the latest forever dog updates videos and episode clips make sure to follow forever dog team on twitter and instagram now enjoy this episode forever Well, hello, hello, hello. hello. Howdy, folks. I'm Io. And I'm Olivia. And baby, you're tuned right in for another rock solid (laughs) episode of Iconography. (laughs) They always start, and then I just sort of... You always kind of like really shoot out hard, and then taper off a little bit. That's what someone said. Anyway, listen, this is the pod where Olivia and I take you through a little pop culture journey that's so gorgeously and specifically curated by our guest who will talk about an icon that they know and love and care about. We go through the life. We go through the career. And we decide. Are they an icon? And it's really that simple. It's really that easy. But here's the thing with simple things. Sometimes they get messy. Sometimes they're deep. Sometimes they're dirty. (laughs) And uh, before we get into that, though, Olivia and I like to talk about our own personal icons that we've been discovering throughout the week. So, Olivia, yeah, I'm gonna lob it over to you, baby. Hit me, baby. Listen, I got that okay. you've been who you've been celebrating yeah. this week. You and I have both been watching Succession. It's true, we have. Both we been have both been getting into Succession, and I would like to shine a little light on one Mr. Matthew McFadden, King of Kings. Um, he's so good on that show, and I realized that he's kind of had like a a chokehold on me. Huh. Since Pride and Prejudice, yes, where he played Mr. Darcy. I mean, this is huge. There's that scene where where he like clenches his fist, oh, and he's... it's like sexy in that Jane Austen way. Addicted to restraint, um, <laughs> and I just think that he's doing incredible things on that show. Everyone on that show is amazing, but I think he has like that 
manic yes. performance that just tickles me well, he just in a like, certain funny spot. He has to switch in such a way. Like, yeah, he's fully playing a psychopath, yeah. but it's like fun. He's like a weak psychopath. Yeah, he's like a, a, a beta sociopath mm. kind of. Like a sociopathic cuck? Yeah, a little bit. Something like that. Something weird. I love the, the plot line where... Uh, like a woman g- gives him a blowjob and then she like spits his cum back. Oh, you haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> Never mind. <There's, laughs> sorry. Hmm. Sorry, Io. Um, At some point, uh, a woman spits. No, Matthew wait. Why cum would you finish it? Don't sorry. finish the sentence. Sorry. That's a and also that's a big succession spoiler. You got to say no, like. Sorry. Spoiler alert for season one of succession. It's not that. All right. Yeah. Well, our guests give, gave a shaky hand. So I yeah. guess I'll be fine. But it doesn't feel like it at this moment. OK. I'm sorry I did that to you. And uh, I appreciate as, your apology. As an apology, I would like to ask you, who's your icon this week? Olivia, thank you so much for tossing it <laughs> over to me in that way. It makes me feel validated and seen and apologized to. Um, this week. Uh, I've been on my own sort of emotional uh, journey uh, but through television and music, but uh, found my way back to to the Cocteau Twins. Oh God! And it's not great. Oh. And it's not great for me when okay I'm listening that? to the no, okay. uh, doing pretty poorly, honestly. And you know that. Uh, and and my ears know that the Cocteau Twins are this like band. It's like I'm British so band from our, the 90s. Doesn't know. <laughs> no one should know this British band from the 90s, and they do like. I don't even know how to describe their music. It's like it's, alternative, but like sort of like folk inspired. And you can never tell what they're saying. Because they're they, allegedly saying words. They are not. No. Well, some of the earlier stuff has lyrics, but the later stuff is inspired by like this Irish tradition of vocalization where you, the music is more important than the lyrics. So it's more about a feeling of song. <laughs> and the fact that I am speaking to it in this way yeah. is terrifying. <laughs> Something that's fun about Io is that she knows so much about like <laughs> British music from the 90s in a way that's kind of. Uh, you just times frightening. You described me. Um, yeah, I called you an Anglophile last night, and that's true. You're an Anglophile. <laughs> what were you talking about that made me say that? What was I talking about? Was I it? I don't know. Oh, it was probably like a British TV show about it, like a detective on the moors yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm watching um, Inspector Lewis lately. Any of my Inspector Lewis fans? What um, is that? It's a show that's a spinoff of Morse, Inspector Morse, which is this long-running British... I hate the way you're looking at me. <laughs> so sorry. It's like a long-running British mystery show, and it's pretty good. But then I got into Endeavor, which is its prequel. It's very moody. And then I was like, I want something that is still British mystery. It still feels <laughs> academic, but is lighter in tone. And for me, it is Inspector Lewis. And so I'm just going to say that when I What's called up? you an Anglophile last night, you seemed a little taken aback by it. And because I anything, think most this conversation pe- has proven that, in fact, you are. Here's the thing about Anglophiles. I think a lot of them are like perverts. Yeah. Though. Are you denying the fact that you're a pervert? Here's what I won't deny. Our guest. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Um, I'm so excited to have our guest on. She is a star of the stage and the screen. An incredible actress, an incredible comic and performer, uh, and also freaking podcast host. Hello. In the FD family, if you can believe it. So excited to have her on. 
please, please give it up <laughs> for Greta Tidelman. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Greta, thank you so much for coming. Um, you guys, we're recording in my back house and we're recording yes. with two mics. And I will say a lot of technical effort went into try and get us up to three. We have had um, comments that are like, uh, you guys need to be better with tech. And I just wish that I cannot stress enough. We are trying so hard. To I be wish you guys could it. see us spending an hour You're and a half. Sorry, we're in my like broken down house. You're gonna get like chalk on your ass. Sit on this pillow. <laughs> Wish you could get guys could have seen us spending an hour and a half just like surrounded in cords, just like in pressing input, pressing output. There's a lot of effort. I wanted to say something though because I meant to bring this up to you guys as an option of someone that I was also going to talk about today. Please. Um, that you brought up Succession. Another person I was going to maybe talk about was Kieran Culkin. Oh my God, I saw him on the street the other day. I've with- been in love with him since uh, Dangerous Lives of the Altar Boys, <laughs> since Igby Goes Down, since, you know, old Kieran, since he was he's- in Home Alone with his brother, Macaulay. I think he's kind of um, an incredible actor. He's, he's an- so good on succession. Oh, I he's was incredible. Blown away. He's an amazing actor. He's an, he is, again, like, I'm so enamored by people that are like, as we all are, but like people that are like cool and like do their own thing yes. and like kind of really create their own path. Like he is someone that I really think has just been like, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it. And this is just what it's going to be. Well, he's and, like a true freak also. Like yeah. you're, you can look at him and just be like, oh, you're weird. And I appreciate that for you. I also, like, all of the Culkins are kind of like that in that way. And he, I think, is just the best actor of, like, the three of them. Is this? Yes, it is working. (laughs) (laughs) We can Um, pause it. Do you want to pause it and check? No, I think it's fine. Okay. There we go. Um, But, yeah, I think he's in... in, I would love to do an episode just about him. I think that would be... He's great. I love him. I think that, like... He dated Emma Stone, which is an important for thing a long to remember. Time also, yeah, for a while they dated. Now he's married to a woman named Jazz, and I love that. When I saw him on the street, he was with her, and she is very, very pregnant. Oh, like, that's oh, so great nice. For them. A beautiful little Culkin family. That's so nice. Um, but enough about the Culkins. Greta, who did you come on here to talk about today? I want to talk about someone who I think is very near and dear to everyone, honestly. Um, someone that is sex and inspiration and joy. I mean, that's all you can hope for. And that person is your icon, Rihanna. Ah! Incredible. That's my icon. I mean, where to even begin? What a gorgeous choice. Can I hope the energy of everybody's cars or or subway station just by knowing that this happened, that it's changed. Yeah. The energy in the aura has shifted. Yes. To sex, to joy, to inspiration. Yes. We are talking about bad gallery. My She's like just someone that I really, I like don't look up to people. Do you know what I mean? That's like not my personality to like look up to people. Um, And she's someone that like I very legitimately look up to. 
When did you, when was your big, like, come to Jesus moment with Rihanna? Like when did Since you the beginning of time. When she yeah. came out. <laughs> no, really. Like, like the Ponda second. Replay, like, like Ponda Replay, SOS, like that whole 2006, 2005, 2006 time. I was in high school. And that was just like really informed. That was when I started driving. It was just oh, like Rihanna's a really informative time for me. And I remember seeing specifically her... I think it was the SOS video or it could have been, I think it was the SOS video where she's in this like green shimmery short party dress. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. And she's like dancing against a wall. And I just remember being like, who is this woman she is my age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. I mean, she is, no, she's like two years older than me, but still, I was like, who is this woman? Where did she come from? Why am I obsessed with everything that she does? And how can I have more? And how can I have more Rihanna? That's incredible. So that was kind of when I first started loving her. And yeah. then I think that like, obviously she was under Jay-Z's wing. Mm-hmm. And then that whole thing happened with Umbrella where like that whole swarm of media came about that she had fucked Jay-Z. Yeah. Do you remember that? I, oh, I remember this. And I don't think that's true. Hmm. Do you, you don't think, I, I don't think okay, they fucked. The I don't think they fucked. Here's I the think thing that, is that Jay-Z is not hot and I don't think Rihanna fucks not hot people. I actually have to disagree. I think that she likes power. I was going to say, I think that what makes Jay-Z, I think what makes Jay-Z hot to someone like Rihanna or Beyonce is the fact that he is so powerful. So powerful and like good at what he does. I would absolutely, without a doubt, fuck Jay-Z. I think if I had the opportunity to fuck Jay-Z, I and well, actually, because well, they're married. But no, like I, I'm you saying, can't fuck Jay Z because people will dox you and ruin your life. No, no, no. I'm not talking about like, like literally right, right, now. right now. I'm just saying Jay Z as a concept. Jay Z as a concept would fuck. Yeah, Jay Z okay, yes, as a concept. Jay Z as like who he is would fuck. I don't know if I believe that he and Rihanna fucked. I don't know. I think Rihanna was also like really young. We forget that when she came out with. All of that. She was 16 years old. She was a a prodigy. She was like performing in Barbados and then truly like got discovered by, was it, um, that, uh, fuck, what's his name? He like, I'm, I'm like confusing him in my head with the guy that used to, with Ruben Stuttered, even though it's not him at all. Oh, um, Yeah, um, that guy. Wait, Whatever. Okay. You know you, you know what we're talking well, about here. Well, I know the story because, do you know this? My cousin? What? So my mother is from Barbados, and I have a cousin who is your age and Rihanna's age. And Okay, relax. I am two years younger than Rihanna. <laughs> I have a cousin who is two years older than you <laughs> and Rihanna's age, and um, she... Is it was a singer, and every year in Barbados, there's this thing called Krupover, which mm-hmm. is like festival, and uh, which was what she goes down for, yes, and pops the fuck off, yes. in those outfits, yeah, they're really gorgeous outfits, yes. and I 
can never wear one um, as I have no ass. You can wear one. Yeah, but it wouldn't be this. It's like you should have an ass. You should have a gorgeous body. And when she posts those. photos from that, I'm just like. Hers are also like they're so like. Elaborate, elaborate and crazy. And like high fashion yeah. in this really cool way. She fucking rocks. She's so hot. Um, but my cousin was a singer. And every year for Crop Over, you there's like a song, like a festival song, like mm-hmm. a song in the summer, and there's like this competition. And so she and my and my cousin were like up for it, like the top two. And my cousin was like, Oh yeah, this stupid bitch. They went to the same primary school and middle school, and she's like, Rihanna's always my competition, like as a singer. At the time I'm like, okay, whatever. And my cousin won, and her song was like this crap over song of the summer. And then Rihanna became Rihanna. <laughs> That sucks. That's so crazy. See, like, I do think about, like, Rihanna in middle school, Rihanna in high school. Like, I think about these people because what I love about Rihanna is I don't think that she was being, like, groomed in the same way that, like, a Beyonce was yeah. being groomed from a very young age to be this like huge pop star, which I think is what maintains her to be so fucking cool and like down to just do her thing and like live her life. And mostly that's when I started to really become obsessed with Rihanna was the order I got, the less and less she gave a shit about what like anybody had to say about her life. We're like fully like living currently in the golden age of Rihanna where she just like has stopped caring she doesn't she only wants to like make money and hang out with her friends and it's like I know and she also like seems to have a very solid very consistent group of friends that she has just been with the whole time yeah that um picture where she's like a bridesmaid at like her cousin's Wedding. wedding and she just looks so gorgeous and yet so normal, you know? Yeah. Like, it's my favorite thing. She's just, like, the hot friend. Yes. Like, yeah, yes. she's the hot, cool friend that will, like, smoke you out and, like, have a lot of fun with you and do whatever the fuck she yeah. wants to do. But she is also, like, aware of, like, internet and memes in a way that I think, like, only somebody who's, like, truly a star can be aware of. You know, like, she's, like, my album, like, relax about my album. Like, that's sort nine. of thing. Hmm. The thing, my favorite thing that Rihanna ever posted or reposted was that meme of those like disgusting shoes where I'll show it to you where it's like the thing is like I want a man who like makes money is like six foot one is like successful Uh and then it's like her shoes and it like shows you. (laughs) (laughs) I need to show it to you. Um, Speaking of R9, do you have... I have Feelings, theories. predictions. Yes. I have a prediction that it's going to drop like very soon. Okay. I Tell feel us like why. because I think with Fenty, her new clothing line, obviously she's doing like online drops for that. That's not like set up in a traditional fashion brand way where she's not doing like traditional seasons yeah. and also she's only selling it online. But I do think that she is going to be doing something for Fashion Week, I'm sure, because this is her first Fashion Week in the States, even though she did do Paris Fashion Week. But this is her first yeah, Fashion this Week. This like, like would be her first, like, New York Yeah, week. and I just feel like she loves to party. She loves to go off. And I feel like releasing her album around that would just be, like, continued good press for everything. Right. I don't know. Um, Liv, do you have any predictions? For R9? Um, I think it's going to be 
more like sound wise, I think it's going to be more like more of a party than like anti. She confirmed that it was a reggae album. Yeah, I think it'll be like like a chill party vibe where like as anti is truly like this is an album for smoking weed and having sex. And it's like, yeah. that, that's Anti is an it. amazing album. No, it's a perfect album, I would even venture to say. I actually recently listened to the whole thing, and I found myself listening to it. I think I listened to the entire album three times over in a day. <laughs> I love that so much Because I you. just, like, didn't know. It just, like, kept going. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, why should it stop? I, um, I, I will say my only R9 prediction is I think she's kind of a troll. So if she released it, like, December 31st. Oh, yeah. I would she not would be, be surprised like, at all. Totally. She'd be like, I told you I'd get it out in 2019. Like 2019 and it's like 11.59 or, on New Year's Eve. She also is like a big numbers person too. Like into, you know how fucking Beyonce is obsessed with like yeah. November 4th and like four and blah, 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 blah. I feel like if you really get into the nitty gritty and like do a deep dive in the Navy, especially in like the Navy Twitter world, you could, they always are looking for like yeah. Easter eggs and like things that will hint to that. But I don't think she leaves them. Do you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> like I, all these people like read into this shit and I don't think that Rihanna is like that at all, which is why I love her so much. She's not like a Taylor Swift. Who's that's like, like planting like so many Easter eggs. Exactly. Like, um, you mentioned, uh, Navy Twitter and we were talking a little bit early how you kind of like dabble Do you dabble I well sometimes I and this is something that we were also talking about in the car how like everyone goes through a point in their life where they're obsessed with Rihanna so when I find myself going on like deep Rihanna dives where I want to like know what she's doing what she's wearing where <laughs> yes, her head's at right. like kind of the only way to do it is to go in the Navy Twitter world mm -hmm. because she also is like very giving with her fans yeah. and she actually is like pretty transparent with a lot of shit. Right. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm just obsessed with everything about her. And when I need to think about like a woman that deeply inspires me and this is going to sound like earnest and corny but I'm being serious she is that person it is really um just wild to see like we have seen her grow in a lot of ways and like go through so many insane like personal things that are, are horrible in the public eye and then just come out like I, I think she is one of the first or at least one of the more like impactful to me like pop stars who has been like Fuck it. I don't know. Like in a way that's been like very moving. In yeah. a way that still feels like safe. I think that a lot of the time when pop stars have been like, fuck it in the past, it's been like, then you watch them go down like, like a, a full, very, like very bad spiral. Yeah. And I also think that like, um, <laughs> um, that her fuck it isn't like, it isn't, yeah, you're right. It's not dangerous at all. It's like not it's kind of moving away from like the bullshit of like the industry or whatever, 100%. where like, I feel like when some people spiral, they go further into like yeah. the like scene of it all. And Rihanna's like, I'm going to decamp to Paris and hang out with my friends. Yeah, <laughs> and well, like, absolutely. And my hot billionaire boyfriend. boyfriend. is very hot. She also like, I think is, can really take credit for starting the like, 
tattoo trendy tattoo craze yes like, i remember her doing it at first like when like the fr- like the hand ones were coming up and i remember reading like a magazine you know in the l- checkout line with my mom and being like i don't know about this yeah you know she had she like i remember she got like the little gun tattooed on oh her. my gosh the she got like this the one on her like collarbone she like really started getting all the i'm telling you she is a pioneer of tiny tattoo the the gun one is funny because it's in french and it says rebel fleur but that is not like the way the french works yeah. and someone was like rihanna you did that wrong in french and she was like so what? <laughs> like, yeah, she I don't like care. doesn't give a and shit. And then the other thing is she has that one under her boobs. Yeah. That's like a whole chest thing. And Lena Dunham got like the same one, which Something, I find crazy. Well, I think that the She's one. She's crazy. Yeah, that is. It is nuts. I know that she got like the goddess Isis. Yes. Like yeah. tattooed. Underneath. That's what Rihanna has. And mm-hmm. I think that what Lena Dunham has is like a chandelier looking situation. Oh my God. What will we do about Lena? But. The thing is, Rihanna is just, uh, everything that she does, I'm completely on board with. It is crazy that it's just like by the very act of her being herself and like, you know, pursuing things that she thinks is cool or interesting. Like she's constantly innovating. Yes. Just imagine like breathing and everybody's like, no, that's the way we breathe now. I do wonder though, like I, because I'm just so... I want her confidence and I want her attitude. That is like, if I could drink, if someone were like, (laughs) if someone were like, you can sell your soul to the devil to possess this for the rest of your mortal life. I'd be like, okay, absolutely. Where do we think that sounds good? And I don't know where it comes from. That's what I was going to say. Where, where do you think, do you think it's one of those things where she just decided one day to like, be like that because because you watch like early Rihanna she's not like like we've watched her like become the confident person she is today and where I'm, and I just want to know like when she was like fuck it like I, don't, I, I think that like after a lot of that Chris Brown shit happened yeah after she was really scrutinized by so many people for like getting back with him and whatnot I think that after that she went through something Again, this is like, she's so good at also being, we have no idea what she went through, you know? And something I think clicked and changed in her. Um, Do you have a favorite Rihanna music video? Yes, I would have to say it sucks because David LaChapelle sued the creative yes. team because they literally ripped him off. But the SM video is fucking amazing. It's so good. Um, I have to say, I love um, uh, Shine Bright Like a Diamond. Oh, that's also a good video. I also love, I love Umbrella. I think my favorite is Umbrella. I remember being it's iconic in, I think, middle school um, and our pool. Like we had a pool at our school mm-hmm. and we we had to take swim class, like mandatory swim class. And we all were in the pool, like trying to do yes. the umbrella choreo. Like we would be like, you know, splashing the water. Like we were all so obsessed with that video. I Umbrella is like so ingrained in my head as like a moment in time also because it was just on the radio constantly. Every, it was like but Umbrella and Hey There Delilah at the same time were just like yeah, the only on that, songs that was on like the radio. 2006. Yeah. 
And then I would say a really big Rihanna song for me was my freshman year of college. Disturbia came out. Oh my god, um, huge! And that kind of that dong dong dee dong 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 dee dong 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 was like I truly got so drunk to that song of like five <laughs> nights a week. And that <laughs> song was just playing constantly. I will say that another incredible, incredible Rihanna music video was the Poured Up music video. I don't... Poured Up, Poured Up. Video. Watch it all fall out. What, what is the video like? It's just like her being insanely fucking hot, wearing a diamond bra, and then having the most incredible pole dancers slash strippers of all time surrounding her. And she also is just like shaking her ass and just is being so hot. You guys have not seen this video. Queen we need to of this watch video. I, okay. Well, we, were, we are going to watch this video. Also, you know what's another... Amazing video Please. is the the video that she did with um, Drake. Um, oh, oh my God. For, for, um, for work. Yeah. So, well, work is great. No, but this was for the other. This is for one that was on her album. Um, I'm going to find out right the now. The song we were listening to in the car, It was when right? she had red hair. It was like when she was like going through her red hair moment. Oh, um, fuck. Oh, no, I'm not going to remember it. I'm going to pull it up right now. And I also have to say, I did like the Rihanna Drake like dynamic for a minute. But for a second, it was fun. It was fun. Oh, Stay is another great, great Rihanna video where she is so fucking beautiful. Diamonds, great. I'm looking it up for you. What's my oh, name? What's my name? Oh, na, na. What's, what's my name? name? They're like making top ramen like at her house. So hot. One of my, I, and you know, it had to end by him being sort of a horrible cretin of a person. Totally. Um, that also moment when, of him at the MTV when Awards. She, when he's presenting her oh, with like, like the icon of the, Van, the, Vanguard. the Vanguard Award. And he's like, I've loved you. I've been in love with her for years. And it's like, ew, why are you making this about you? She, like, he was this even is, like, I wasn't expecting him to say that. He's an attention whore and a creep. And he's literally working with Chris Brown right now. Like if there isn't, uh, if there hasn't been like a greater sign of someone's villainy than working with their abusive ex. And it's like, I don't know. Oh I don't God. know what you else guys, is. We haven't even talked about Don't Stop the Music. That Please don't stop the music. Huge. It's huge. Feels I'm very looking, true I'm to my senior like year. all of her... Um, music videos and truly the man down music video also amazing also great what's the music video where shut up and drive oh, shut up and drive good. I remember watching that it came on like MTV and yes. being like awesome just awesome do you remember this past summer when she was in the Donald Glover like short yes. film yes where she is also just like so crazy beautiful she just like exudes something from inside her body that to me is just like so pure I don't know it's like something that you can tell it's like she believes in what she's doing and she believes yeah. in herself she's like a true artist she's like in yeah every sense of it I think I mean she also is like a good person though I, I think a lot about that um it was an episode of Oprah where she takes Oprah back to yes, Barbados. Yes. And then she buys her mom a house. Yes. And it's like, 
damn, like you are really the embodiment of like, I think what a lot of what everybody wants to be, like somebody who works hard at the thing that they love. Yeah. They're good at it. And you're able to repay the people you care about. And also like she understands the value of an opinion. She understands the value of like being a fucking pop star, realizing that you can like sway people's thoughts, that people listen to you, people pay Mm -hmm. attention to you and like having a fucking opinion. And she has been so outspoken about Donald Trump. Yes. And like so upfront with what she believes. Taylor, are you listening? I know, seriously. But it's like, I respect people like that because you need to be so unafraid of losing fans. I think so many people get so scared that they're going to do one thing and then everything that they've worked for has like completely been washed away. And she's just one person that's like so stable and knowing that that won't happen. Yeah, yeah. I also think she um, she knows her fans so well. Mm-hmm. Also, she's so attuned to them, and like ha- like they all have kind of the same sense of humor. And like yeah, they're they like all, all on board with yeah, each other. Yeah, they're all on board with each other in a way that I think some pop stars are like. My fans are actually crazy, and I don't like them in right. a way where I feel like Rihanna actually is like, yeah, I fuck with these people. Yes. Like, well, because she's crazy too. So that's true. <laughs> that's, I. What is your favorite Rihanna album? Anti. Personally, it's the one I listen to the most. I think Unapologetic might be my favorite Rihanna album. I also, as we talk were talking, that talk is also really good too. As we were talking about the music videos, I was just thinking about how like every Rihanna album has at least one absolute like mega hit on it. Yeah, like, there is. What I mean, that is the thing. Like, why I loved Unapologetic. Listen to this track list: Diamonds, Stay, Poured Up. Love song, which I loved. Do you know? Do you guys remember that song? L O V E E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then right now, what now? And jump, which jump was when dubstep was still very popular, <laughs> and she made a dub. The only person that I know could pull off a pony by genuine dubstep remix uh, song called Jump. Uh, that is the Rihanna <laughs> song. She's. Because of her willingness to embrace her own villainy, she is the ultimate hero. Also, and we haven't even started talking about her style and fashion. Every single move she makes is iconic. I think maybe every day about that photo of her wearing heels or like the photo set of her constantly wearing heels and just like stepping right on a grate or like yes. over a hole and, and like and nothing she like doesn't it doesn't go in she won't make a mistake she refused to make a mistake um speaking of mistakes she did come up with the song same old mistake she created it and she also <laughs> created the band tame impala and that's just <laughs> and that's just music history she also did move to australia and invent tame impala she did that she did she simply did that but she actually did invent the band tame impala <laughs> because tame impala greatly loved in like the indie music world by a lot of people but then Rihanna hears it and she's like oh this is sick I need to figure out a way to like put this on anti and then everyone gets on Tame Impala this is she has taste it's just clear that she has taste she's literally a tastemaker she is one of those people who like decides what is cool and then we are all like yeah she doesn't like follow trends really I did feel very vindicated because I I'm a Tame Impala head. Uh Um, Fully, I think, the band that I've seen live the most times. 
I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I've seen that, them. How, like, like how many times? Wait, how long has Tame Impala been around? They've been around for like five years, six years. Since like six years. Since yeah. 2013. Yeah. They had how a many really, times? Elephant was that song that was That was in Girls. song. Yeah. Um, but their last album was really good. But uh, I've seen them live uh, five or six times maybe. I've seen like Kevin Parker like DJ a set. Like, That's you've seen so Tame funny. Impala five times? That's cooler. My biggest, <laughs> I don't really care about Tame Impala. This is just shocking. I, I feel like Tame Impala is my fish. I was going to say, I, I mean? feel like that checks out for you. <laughs> Thank because you. I feel like you grew up in Boston uh-huh. and like you also like have emotions and you're like <laughs> down to be in touch with them. And like yeah. Tame Impala is a happy medium. It's mm. like you can't fully go off the deep end and be on some fish shit. Right. Which is like disgusting jam band. Yes. But like Tame Impala is is like, I'm emotional. Uh-huh. I'm indie. Right. I just want to like let myself really dip into this and enjoy this. Yeah. And I feel like Kevin Parker is like enough of a weirdo too. He like makes every album by himself in his room and then like gives it to like the band and he's like, okay, play it. But like, but I think he's enough of a weirdo. He's like, I'm giving you space. That's like, he like crazy sentence, but whatever. It's already halfway in my mouth. He's like Beyonce in that way, where he's like, there's distance between us. I know Olivia's looking at me really upset. I, I, I just am confused as to what way you are like distance between who and who between Kevin and the fans. Okay. Interesting. See, Here's my thing. I think that Kevin is certainly not like Beyonce at all. And a first name basis also whatever. No, but like in the sense that like, he's like, Honestly, I started and they shouldn't have kept going. I apologize. I, I was guess wrong. their first, yeah, their first album came out in 2010. Anyway, it, I mean, it did come out in 2010 because Rihanna built a time machine and invented it. <laughs> and she them. did, exactly. Yes. Um, I love Tame Impala. Sometimes that kind of music, though, makes me like get too emotional to the point that like I, it becomes debilitating for me. And I just like, <laughs> like nostalgia for me is not a good thing. You know, when mm. like some. Some people really love it. No, that's so funny. Um, but because it's true. Does Tame Impala make you feel nostalgic or does it? This That kind of vibe, that kind yeah. of energy, that kind of like lo-fi, like kind of like psychedelic rock. <laughs> this is music that I like. And I like it too, but I it think just because makes me emo. For some, I think I got really into them though, like uh, when I moved to New York, cause I was like, so I felt very adrift. Yeah. And it was very much music where I was like, I feel like I'm somewhere else. Okay. Like this is embarrassing for me, but like my, I feel like your Tame Impala even though you were in college, was my version of the shins when I was in high school. Wow. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the shins. Now, if I, now if the shins come on accidentally, I am like, absolutely not. My ears will start to bleed. That's how I feel about the Arctic monkeys. Yes. I, I feel like I'm like, if when, if I hear it in a public space, I'm like, I have to go. Yes. <laughs> like this is, I have it's to elect to listen to this if I'm in a certain mood, but if I hear it outside of my control, I'm like, no, 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 no. I think we all have that. I think we all have more of that. 
But who Rihanna, is not on okay. the other hand. Rihanna on the other freaking hand. No way. And at any he, space, I went anytime. this phase where I would Google uh, Rihanna outfits like every day when I was getting dressed in high school and I would want to like recreate a look of hers. And that was like a real obsession of mine. And I have to say that it is like kind of coming full circle for me because someone that designed something for Rihanna is designing something for me for my wedding. my God. Excuse me, you have to talk about it. You have to talk about it now. Greta, that's incredible. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm making this happen. I'm making my Rihanna moment happen. You're a real manifester. I'm a manifester. Actually, I one time had an astrologer tell me that I'm a quote power manifester. That's Um, incredible. Even though I will say this past weekend in Portland, I did have a terrible card reader tell me that none of my dreams are going to come true <laughs> no why would why would they say that to it you? was so depressing that's so mean like 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 lolly our, our friend do you know our friend lolly was sitting with me while i was getting it done and she was like Ooh, like, yeah, like listening to this, it was like so upsetting. And then I kept on being like, this, this can't be true. And then Lolly, I was sitting with hers while she got her cards read. And then Lolly was like, oh my God, this is so accurate. This is so true to me. And I was like, no, Lolly. I was like, don't say that. I think tarot card readers are allowed one fluke a day. And I think yours might've been the fluke of the day. Yeah. You know, and then I think to myself, and then I think to myself, is Rihanna getting her tarot read? absolutely not she is absolutely not because she wakes up every morning and she is like I am the captain of my ship that is my life and no one can fuck with me and I think that that is her mental gymnastics that she has like that's her 10,000 hours is not giving a fuck Um, you know it's not performing it's not singing it's her mastering the art of not giving a fuck. You guys know those like masterclass videos? She should do she one should for not do giving one. a fuck. She should do those. Ma- it's like a very famous person being like, I, I will. Okay. Okay. Um, hello, Joyce Carol Oates masterclass on writing. Incredibly moving. Natalie Portman masterclass on acting. How, Incredible. But Rihanna, she, do should, she does. She has one. Oh my God. But Rihanna should do one about just like confidence. Well, just we self-help. didn't even talk about Rihanna recently when she was on Seth Meyers, when she gets wasted, when she gets wasted. at the Jane Hotel in New York. It's gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. Also, my favorite part of the video, when she um, goes to get the salt and she uses her Coke finger. Yes. Yes. We love to see it. (laughs) We love to see it. And she just like parties. Yeah. And Seth was like, oh, cool. And she was like, "Uh, yeah, whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Also, when when she's like, when he keeps on being corny and she's just like calling him out on being corny and when he's... Fake hitting on her on the bar at the bar. She's she rocks. She's so cool. Um, I just think that she is the coolest. And, and her I, makeup line and her makeup is incredible. I do use Fenty. I use Fenty as well. My, you know what? She. I always said my whole life, never wearing lipstick. I'm not lipstick. Never wearing lip gloss. I love lipstick. I was yeah. always like, never wearing lip gloss. Right. Fenty came out. I wear lip gloss. Lips are freaking popping. I I have I have two lipsticks. Got the concealer, the highlighter, and the freaking contour color, whatever. Oh, the body shimmer? Like the all over your body powder shimmer shit that she has? I I don't have the shimmer, but I... I think it's called like Volcano or something like that. (laughs) Full explosion. Um, She also apparently smells very good. There's like a history... Where did you hear that from? There's a history of 
people talking about Rihanna just publicly, like other celebrities, like being like, and I met Rihanna and it was incredible. Also, she smelled amazing. What do you guys think the scent is? Mm, I feel like she smells, to me, she probably smells warm and kind of masculine. And also like, there's something like probably fresh and like, I bet there is a freshness to it. I will say I went down a Twitter rabbit hole of people asking and there was a Navy thread. Somebody posted it and then deleted it. And I cannot remember the name of the perfume. I'm really sorry. It's love something, but it costs $360. Like a bottle. Like a bottle. Like something yeah, insane. Yeah, that checks out. We should ask the Navy what Rihanna's fragrance is. Navy shout out. Navy. I would like to talk to, to the someone harbor. that's a real active member of the Navy, though. I think I might be a little too terrified. Hey, Forever Dog listeners. It's Marie and Sydney from The Unofficial Expert. On our podcast, we talk to our favorite comedians and friends about their fields of expertise. And our friends know some shit, like Jay Jordan, the hot boy summer expert, Jabuki Young White, the Caucasian bop expert, and Alana Glazer, the friendship expert, plus many more incredible episodes. So subscribe to The Unofficial Expert only on Forever Dog. New episodes every Friday. I think it would be. Who do you think is worse, the like, Navy, the Beehive, or what does Ariana Grande call her fans? The Arianators. It's not a good name. The Arianators is bad. Yeah. The fact that Rihanna they named themselves the Navy is. Is it because of Battleship? Oh, we should talk about Rihanna as an actress. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, so here's the deal. Battleship was a low point, and she, like, also makes fun of herself in that Seth Meyers clip for it. That being said, you're not bringing her there to give you no. a fucking Oscar performance, and she doesn't want to give you that. She is going to give you whatever she wants to give you <laughs> and whatever she thinks the part deserves. Now, <laughs> I think that... Battleship deserved nothing. And basically, but you know what does also deserve? Deserved nothing, but also was everything. Her and Ocean's Eight. Oh, I think she's so fun in Ocean's Eight. Me too. She's great because Ocean's Eight was like, okay, Rihanna is, what is Rihanna? Very hot, very cool, very chill, very intimidating. How can we make her all of these things in this? Who can she be? Obviously a hot girl coder hacker. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. Here's the thing, though. I wish that, you know, when they all got like glam to go Mm -hmm. to the Met Gala or whatever, Mm -hmm. I that was the one opportunity where I was like, let's let Rihanna do her thing here and like really make her pop the fuck off. Uh, Right. But then I realized maybe Rihanna was like, I'm going to let Sandra (laughs) and Kate take the reins on this. She gives. All she knows how to do is give. She's a giver. And she's like, and you know, what's also funny when you listen to interviews with Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett about shooting with Rihanna, they all say that they were like so intimidated by her. Oh, I remember reading those where they're like, oh yeah, she just shows up and is immediately like a presence in the room. And everyone is just like... (gasps) Rihanna's here. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't even imagine what it must feel like to like be sitting somewhere and then Rihanna walks in. Like that energy shift. Must I can't be- imagine being Kate Blanchett and yes. being intimidated by someone, period. And if it was gonna be anyone. Be Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah, she's just everything. I do think though, 
yeah, I'm very interested to hear this new album. I think it's going to be great. Um, if you had to sort of like tag yourself as one aspect of Rihanna's career or life, uh, like what do you think you identify with the most? <sighs> it's a tricky cue. It's a tricky cue for somebody who is like so clearly like omnipotent almost. <laughs> like <laughs> it's hard because like I think I identify with I don't know. I just like I I identify with her in two different ways. Mm. There's like the aspirational side of me that yeah. identifies with her yeah. in a way that's like this woman that like is my contemporary mm -hmm. is just like so unafraid yeah. and unapologetic. Okay, shout out to an album. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there is a part of me that's like that feels like that's what I strive to be and what yeah. I hope for. And like maybe that's what I identify with mm -hmm. in her. But then I'm like, oh, I'm obviously not <laughs> like clicking at the same uh, energetic rate that she's clicking at. <laughs> yeah, she's got a frequency for sure. Yeah, and yeah. I'm trying to get there and yeah. I think that I like will get there. So it's too. just going to take me, you know, a little longer. A little longer than Rihanna. Um, and then I'd probably have to like most identify... Like when she was going through all of that Chris Brown bullshit, yeah. that time for her, for her music as well, when she was like making a lot of shit with um, like the, a lot of like dance tracks. Yes. Um, if you will, I like really identified with that in her. Cause I saw, I feel like I felt and saw what was happening. I love that. I'm surprised. Well, not I'm surprised, but I, I feel like, Part of me identifies, if I could tag you, the fashion sense. Oh, the and the fashion. Yes, taste. Because for sure. You got taste. I do have taste and I do have fashion. And I guess <laughs> I guess the thing is though, I literally Google Rihanna outfits when I'm feeling like I don't know what to wear. Like that's One of a real thing for me. And like I will think to myself, because I think as women, we're so ashamed of like our bodies and like being sexual and like showing our figures. And like, I have tits and like, I have not a big butt, but I have a butt. And I think for a really long time, all of the people that I was seeing that were famous or informing culture still felt like so much shame with their body. And she was kind of this first person yeah. to sort of just really be like, this is my fucking body. I don't give a fuck what you have to say about it. I'm going to let my body do its thing and I'm going to show it in any way that I want. I also, there's so much um, like gaze stuff with her too, where I feel like she doesn't play into like, this is sexy for men. She's like, this is sexy because like I am Rihanna and I'm sexy and this isn't like for you. This is for me and like my fans. Yes. Do you remember when what she's also one of the first people I remember seeing really like link up with a designer in a way when she and Zach Posen, do you remember this? She and Zach Posen used to be like best friends. Mm -hmm. And in like 2008, every red carpet, she was wearing Zach, Zach Posen. Posen. It was yeah. a really like a moment I in mean, time. I mean, there have been some very, very, very iconic Rihanna looks. One of my favorite is when she wore the red Aliyah dress to the Grammys one year. She looked so insane, crazy, gorge that year. I think about the... um. What 
uh, that bitch better have my money live performance in France where she's wearing the gorgeous green, like huge fringe, yes, yes, yes. Uh, furry jacket yes. and, uh, and the shades. And it's like, oh my God, you can do whatever you want. She wore this like heart shaped St. Laurent, like fur red. Yes, fur that coat. coat. Yes, that I know the I've exact just, like, coat. Always been obsessed with. Also, her ability to pair like a pointy toe Manolo with sweatpants. The only is, person like, crazy. Yeah, her idea of casual wear is like shocking every time, and yeah. I'm like, yes. It's always like a boot cut jean in like 2019, and I'm like, how? how and are she's you the doing only one this? that looks good in it. Yeah, she is bringing back like early 2000s in a way that I'm like literally only you like yeah, I only love you. this for you also she makes me want to get my nipple pierced when she did the cover of was it like Louis magazine mm-hmm. uh with her nipples pierced like greased up in the sun I'm just like yeah this, yeah it sure. doesn't get any better than this <laughs> when she wore the Adam Salmon sheer uh, sparkly yes. dress Dr- to the yes. CFDA awards. With the headpiece, Kamalovsky crystal. Yes, that for me was huge. Well, her Met Gala dress is also a part of our cover art. Which one? Oh, the one from the, uh, the one that was themed like through the looking glass, the fashion of China or the yellow. Oh yeah, that's out train. of control. Also, she like... And I don't want to bring this up as in a negative way at all, but like her weight has really fluctuated. That is what I was going to say earlier, what I was thinking about, um, which I think is also like, but it's beautiful. Like, no, it's, and I think that the way that she's embraced it and like, she doesn't make it a deal. Yeah. She's literally like, or when she talks about it, she will be like, I'm a little bigger right now. So like I'm wearing this Mm -hmm. or like I'm feeling this way right now. So I'm wearing this, but it's, it's never like in reference to, of like shame. Right. Right. I think it is like, I don't know. Especially if you're growing up, like, and you are, like, a literal pop star. Your body is being watched and managed and and handled by all these other people other than yourself. Like, the way that her relationship with her body, like, I think it goes back to, Olivia, what you were saying. Like, it's for me. Like, this is for me. This is my body. This is my space. I think that as she's, like, come into the confidence that we all are, like, enamored by, she's also, like, come into herself where she's like, no, this is how I'm going to look. This is how I'm going to present myself. This is how it's going to be. Also, no one works harder than her. No, she, she released has like an album jobs. a year for seven years. Number one. That's insane. Like that Number is- two, she has a beauty empire. Number three, before that, she was making clothes with Puma. Do you remember that? I had the Fenty Creepers. Yes, I had them too. <laughs> the, in tan. Yeah. And then also Savage, her lingerie line. Also... Just everything. Um, what I will say is that as the owner of two Fenty Savage bralettes, she's an amazing engineer, an amazing designer. Go. She's great at what she does. I am currently wearing a Fenty bralette right now. <laughs> I love that. I wear. A fe- I have a Fenty like sheer jammy set that I wear to bed. Hot. I got a f- my friend Mo a, a Fenty yes. like onesie for her birthday. Very it's a hot. great gift. Great price point. Great gift. We're fully shilling for her, and I and I think that's and I think that's a good and important thing to do. Um, and now, 
bang, bang goes the freaking gavel. Ding, ding, dong. Welcome to court. Uh, it's time for a little segment we call the People's Court, mm-hmm. where Olivia goes into the People magazine archives or any other adjacent magazines, mm-hmm. uh, and we find just a gorgeous old little piece Headline? from Rihanna's past. Uh, Olivia hacked into a middle school and because uh, she is in a Disney Channel original movie, I guess, and uh, now has access to all these sick files, so we get to find out something cool about Rihanna. Yeah, Olivia. please tell me. I'm also going to pull up my favorite Rihanna meme right Perfect. now. Okay. So because of all of our tech stuff, I wasn't on my computer, but I was on my phone and it, I am on page six, our second favorite publication. And this is a little article from 2012 called Katy Perry, Rihanna, reveal how they became best friends. So let's just kind of remo- okay. remind ourselves that at a point in time, Rihanna and Katy Perry we're, we're friends. best friends. I think I actually remember this point in time. Because they used to like when they would be at award shows and like one of them was they performing, like the other one would be in like the audience cheering. like really cheering. Um, so let's see. Katy Perry has for the first time explained how she met the umbrella singer who not only threw her a bachelorette party before she married Russell Brand, time capsule, but has reportedly comforted her since their split on December 30th. Rihanna had this cool studded Valentino bag that had sparkly stuff on it, Perry tells Elle. And then Katy Perry complimented her on the bag, and then Rihanna offered to send her the gift. And then Katy Perry was like, oh, great, here's one of those tricks who talks fast friends but never lives up to it. And then for Valentine's Day, she got a little Valentino bag from Rihanna. Aww. Which I think is more proof that Rihanna really rides for her friends. And she, like, doesn't doesn't forget. I think Rihanna has, like an incredible brain where she's like, you can tell her something once and she'd be like, oh my God, how's your dad in Toledo? Yeah, like I feel like you could meet her and she would remember meeting you. Yeah. Or, or And Katy Perry, she, I don't think Katy Perry would do that. I but. would agree with that. <laughs> I would absolutely agree with that. That is so funny that she threw Katy Perry a, a bachelorette. bachelorette. I would pay so much money to, to know what there. happened at the Katy Perry... Rihanna bachelorette party. It was probably a good party. I uh, 100% you know? Rihanna fucking rages. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing that Rihanna's ever posted, which is I'll just because I have it on my phone. Maybe it's time capsule too. Maybe <laughs> it is a people's court. I don't know. Um, Rihanna posted this meme um, where it says her. If he wants to talk to me, he needs to be at least six one with his own house, a big dick, a German car, a good job, and no kids. And then oh it says God. her shoes. And I'll I'll show you a picture of these shoes. And Rihanna just writes underneath, I deserve. <laughs> oh no! I, uh, describe the shoes. Uh, the shoes are a sort of emotional wasteland. I think they were once ballet flats. Mm-hmm. Um, now full crushed in the back and also on the side so we're dealing with someone with a wide foot who purchased a shoe too small yes. uh, and just refused to, to take, them, take off. them off or turn them in and get another side the feet are marked torn by war and sweat both in the front and around the heel uh, we've got the linings sort of peeling on the inside they are hideous <laughs> they are simply hideous but and this is yet, truly one of the best Rihanna posts of all time I deserve 
deserve. <laughs> Incredible. And you know what? She does deserve. She does deserve. She absolutely she deserves. She does deserve. Um, I think, speaking of deserve, I think we all might deserve a nice little round of Fuck, Mary Kill. Ooh. Ooh. Who do we get to choose? Well, what we do here is uh, we fuck, marry, and kill moments of Rihanna's life and career, and we, and we talk about it amongst each other. Okay. So I think... Uh, one moment should be the looks. I think that's true. I think it's the looks. I think it's, um, can confidence be one? I feel like that's what we've been talking about a lot this episode. And so like the way she carries herself. Mm. The, uh, the aura, the confidence, the, mm. the feeling. Yes, okay. And I think relationships. I mean, that's an obvious kill. It also includes a hot billionaire. Yeah, I don't know. We could do like music. <laughs> okay, so we've got music, looks, confidence. Okay, I think I think this is good. music, looks, and like aura, feeling. Aura. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, the mystique, if you will. And Greta, mm-hmm. we will. Yes, the mystique. Okay, music, looks, mystique. Okay, I think I am going to marry the mystique. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck. The music, and this is so hard, but I am going to kill the looks. Okay. But I love when there's disagreement. Greta, what is your order, do you think? I want to hear yours first. Ooh. Wow. Okay. I know my order. I know you know your order. I, I, I can feel you yeah, I know knew, I your knew order. I the second we even started going down this road. I wish that you all could see Greta fully recline. <laughs> so at ease in a way that's Just chilling. thinking about this. We said music, you looks, would You would fuck the mystique. music, marry the mystique, kill the looks. Yeah. I would fuck the mystique. I want the mystique to take me for a ride. Mm-hmm. I want the mystique to change my life for one night mm-hmm. and and we wake up at the hotel, you know, the next morning and we were like, that was really nice. That was crazy. And mm-hmm. I go off to my life and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. that was great. Maybe never again. So I'm going to fuck the mystique and just sort of have that mm-hmm. shift my posture for a week. <laughs> uh, I think... Oh my lordy lord. I think then I marry the music. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, but her looks. <laughs> I know. But her looks. I told you it's hard. Yeah. I think I have to kill the looks. Okay. And Greta. I have to I have to fuck the looks. Yes. Marry the mystique. I love this. And, and kill, kill the, the music. music. <laughs> I have to. Incredible Because choice. you know what? We can do so much. I Rihanna, to me, it's like, Rihanna is representative of a lifestyle. Yes. Rihanna is a lifestyle. She is a, 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 a yeah, just like a way of being. You know what I mean? And There's I something very Buddhist about it. Yeah, it's like share. Right. Ooh. Share is like the same kind of thing. Like someone can be a share type person or like yeah. something like that. I don't know. Like... I don't know if you can say the same about other like contemporary pop stars or I don't I don't no, know again, if like, like Taylor Swift isn't a lifestyle. Beyonce isn't a lifestyle. Not an attainable one that anyone can have. But other than Beyonce her. to me is so she is like such a media trained. There's a manufacturing robot for sure. that mm-hmm. I don't know if what I'm 
getting it all is like real and that's okay. I don't need that from her mm-hmm. as a pop star because Beyonce, Beyonce's singing and dancing is enough. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And Rihanna's dancing is not enough. No, Rihanna's you know, dancing Rihanna is... Rihanna can't dance. Rihanna's dancing... Not great when Rihanna but, and I don't care when she got the video Vanguard award and she had to perform all those times. Yeah, and she was just like kind of like moving around the stage, and it was like, oh, this is not this is not your forte, but I love you fine. anyway. And it's completely fine. Yeah, no, she's she knows where, what she's good at, and I think that's another good thing about her is that she's never really tried to swerve too far out of her. Yeah, I just like, I just don't think that there's any anyone that's doing what she's doing. Like, no one is having a fucking fashion brand with LVMH. No one is like... Yeah, LVMH doesn't want anyone else but Rihanna. a cosmetic line like that. No yeah. one is doing that. Like, I well, can't... Well, everyone is trying after her. Sure, but like... You know, but they're not doing, but they're not innovating in the same way that she. Someone is. could bring up like a Kylie Jenner or like a Kim Kardashian, but like it's a completely different thing. I like, resent them for bringing it up, but it's I don't know. And then I do think about the other pop stars. Ariana Grande, not a lifestyle. No, 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 a, tr- a trauma. Miley Cyrus <laughs> could be more of a lifestyle. There are there are similarities. Of life where you're like this is a lifestyle yes and also Miley does a very similar thing that Rihanna does especially now where she's very forthcoming about being like this is who I am this is what I'm going to say Mm, very refreshing and like this is what it is here's what I will say to your fuck Mary kill I could live in a world where I don't have to hear four or five seconds again I've never liked that song and I'm gonna come out there and say it's not good so people love it People love that song. Obsessed with that song. Five seconds from Yeah. I think that's also kind of a a cursed trio of people. Kanye, Kanye, Paul Paul McCartney, McCartney and and Rihanna. Rihanna. Like, stay away from her, filthy perverts. I feel like they all, like, try to talk about, like, saving the world together. You know what I mean? Like, they're all like, oh, what are we going to do about... The planet, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I Useless just this conversation. I, I just don't think that that was ever a song that like needed that we needed. We as a society, as a culture did not need that song. No, but we did. We got it. Absolutely need every other song yeah. that we've had. We needed, we needed, needed me. Yes. Oh, that song wrecks me, and I love that song, and it makes me horny. She's so good. Damn. Remember when she did a song with Calvin Harris? Oh, my God. Of course. One of my favorite, that's one of my favorite Rihanna videos is the one where she's, like, in the desert, and she's in the tub, and she's, like, there's, like, war happening yes, around her. Yes, it's crazy. So good. Calvin Harris also makes fucking hits. I was listening to the Dua Lipa song the other day, and I was like... God, you know, the man is a villain, but he knows how to make a bop. Is no, he evil? A, is he evil? Is he evil? He changed his face entirely to be hot, which is so maybe respectable, but I don't think he's a villain. I think he's just, you know, a wealthy white DJ. I think he's also DJ. just like 47 years he, old. He's an like, old white DJ. He kind so of is. Sort of the behavior is so, going to be the behavior. Yeah, He's like, like 47 and just like living his life. He did change his name to Calvin Harris so that it would sound blacker so that people No, would, are you yes, serious? Yeah. This is like, yeah, so that it would sound blacker so that people would like... Think he was like 
something that he's not. Right. Because like, I guess his, his real name is just like very, it's Adam something. It's Adam like McGillicuddy, like something so Scottish. Okay, also, he was like, like, Calvin like, Harris is also like not a fucking cool name. Well, he's like a Scottish, like he was like doing his best. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's wrong. Um, he also like gaslit Rita Ora. Oh, right. He is oh, the reason that, is that her album like kind of never came out in America. Well, famously, well, Rita Ora, famously, they tried to make Rita Ora the next coming of Rihanna. That was never going to work. That's it was like, never going to work. But I mean, signed to Rock Nation, really like trying to take the steps like Jay-Z went in there and was like, I see something that I saw in this other huge star that I have. Let's see if we can make it happen. And it never happened. Rita Ora is truly like the rejected liver of uh, pop music. But like Rita Ora, they have just tried so many times. Yeah. Wait, what's that song that we really liked by her? It's one that's like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I thought I knew it then. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Oh. Away with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it goes it anywhere. Goes, the the part I was anywhere. The part I was trying to do was the part that's like, fuck with Rita Ora, and I think she's so beautiful, and I am here for it. Oh, and we wish the best for Rita. Um, as we do, you guys not fuck with Rita Ora. She makes me feel nothing. I ha- she has some bobs, but she I don't makes care me feel about sad. her. She does make me feel sad yeah. because I look at Rita Ora and I'm just like, I do not want that to happen with my career. Yeah, I look at do Rita you know Ora what I'm saying? and you just see like, <coughs> sorry, Jesus, I just took the mic from me so she could cough into it. Rita Ora just makes me see like, like it's years true. of people telling her that she was going to be the next big thing and it just never happened. I know. Which is like and, so and, and upsetting. The most upsetting thing is too, she got, she got so close. Yes. Like, like she is famous. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. But I, everyone doesn't know why. And that's my <laughs> biggest nightmare is someone being like, being like, oh yeah, she's famous. Why? It's some sort of like Twilight Zone episode. Like this feels like very Black Mirror. Yes. We're pitching to Black Mirror right now. But it is like, you know, a pop star wakes up and she's a pop star and everybody's obsessed with her. Like it's fame that like means nothing. It's fame where because everyone is confused about her. Well, she is uh, famously the Who Weekly's number one who uh, for a reason. Because it's like, who is she? Poor Rita. I also was going to say something, but then I had water in the hole. So I just coughed instead. And I apologize for that. Um, but what I won't apologize for is loving freaking Rihanna. No, and never, never apologize. The whole point of the pod, you know, we like to ask the question, do we think this person will endure? Do we think Rihanna will endure? We'll have a legacy. Do we think she already has Rihanna's a an icon? She's already an icon. Yeah. She's been an icon. I think that anti, I think she was an icon like coming up to that, but I think that the anti time pushed yes. her into icon status because it was a completely different sound. It was a completely different thing. And she just also came out like it, it, it felt like it happened very quickly where mm. she was like really on this pop track. She kind of was like, she kind of was like being bad gal Riri. Okay. Smoking blunts, doing her thing, being on vacation, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it was like out of nowhere, she 
took over the beauty industry, took over the like lingerie industry. And she kind of just like snuck up and dominated. And then all of us were like, whoa. And then she served us this album that had a completely different sound. Right. And then we were like, oh, everything that she does is a genius. We all need to follow everything she does because she's perfect. Yeah. Um, Olivia? I mean, 100% Rihanna's an icon. This is like kind of what Greta was saying. Like the, the, the recent surge of Rihanna, like Rihanna has been around for over a decade. And so I feel like I, I, for most, Rihanna's been around for most of my life. And only recently, I feel like she's had this enormous explosion of like, like icon status. Like she's not just, uh, she's not, since she's not just doing music anymore, she's like expanded to touch so many other spaces. And I think that like, like my kids will a hundred percent know who Rihanna is. Yes, they'll like, know who Rihanna is. They'll love Rihanna. I mean, and in a way that's like more incredible than anyone else before her. Like she's a mogul. Yeah, she Aya, is what do you think? Female Jay Z. She's more than that. She's incredible. She's way more than yeah. that. But in the same way that he is right. someone that has just like expanded his business, expanded yeah. his portfolio beyond the bounds of just music. Yeah. Like that's what she's doing. I am I I love her so much. And I'm so excited to see what she continues to do. And Me like too. how I she can't wait for the next album. Yeah. The next album. Oh, I can't wait for nine. I can't wait to go to that concert. Greta. We are going. I know. We're going and we're going to have an incredible time. Yeah, exactly. Um, God, wow. That just made me so excited in a way that I can't even fully access. Like my voice didn't even register as excitement. Like it was just. like eventually going to go on tour again. God, that makes me feel good. I know. Whoa. Uh, I will say, I mean, she is such an icon now. And so clearly like somebody who is constantly innovating and reinventing and pushing forward while being like so true to like herself and Mm -hmm. her own changes and the things that she's interested in and finds interesting and cool and is such a force of nature that is so felt, but like it has the talent and the drive to back it up. And like, as somebody who I remember, honestly, like, you know, there are moments where I was like, is her voice even that good? You know, moments where Literally I was like... Literally doesn't matter. And it, and it doesn't matter at all. No, like it she truly doesn't matter. supersedes it. My kids are going to know about her. My parents know about her and love her. Absolutely. Like, she's literally the pride of Barbados. Uh, My aunt thinks that she is the most beautiful, amazing person on the planet. Well, your aunt is correct about that. Well, she's <laughs> yeah. just like... Yeah, she just, there's something so human and also, like, not yeah. human about her. It's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's very She's just cool. cool. That's what it is. Um, so I think we all come to a verdict. I mean, does, does anybody have any last words to say about Rihanna? Riri, if you're listening to this, which, honestly, she could be the kind of person that, like, might. Do you know what I'm saying? You know what? May, may like, and if not her, someone in the camp. Someone in the camp. Well, I, definitely someone in the Navy is going to listen to this because they're going to know if we're dragging her or not. They have to do their due diligence. They need to do their due diligence. Yeah. And they'll learn very quickly that we are not dragging her no, in any way, no, shape, no, no, or form. No, no, no. If anyway, we are, if anything, Wait, we, we are praying that. we decide, though, that we are most scared of the Navy? Oh, right. We didn't because pick an I answer. Because I actually think I'm most scared oh, of the Beehive. Wait, actually, you know what the scariest group is? It's... 
the Nicki Minaj stands. It's the barbs. Oh, the Because bar- they're all stupid. <laughs> but in like a weaponized way. What is, what is, what is the Cardi, what are Cardi's fans called? I don't know if she has. Barty Gang. Oh, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're, those, they're fine. Nicki I stands like, are really, truly I feel like horrifying. Barty, well, all of them are illiterate. <laughs> I think that the Barty gang though, illiterate. I think there's a lot of crossover between the Navy and the Barty gang. Yes, and I also think that like the Nicki Minaj fans, they are very standalone. They One-minded. are on their own island. Yes. And the people that like stand with Nicki are the, also the same people that like, I feel like stand with like Eminem. I feel like it's the same kind <laughs> no, of like Nikki vibe. Nicki stands, uh, when she released her album last year, she like changed the date and there were Nicki stands on Twitter who were like, I took the day off of work so that I could listen to your album on this certain day. Like, okay, but could you, you imagine? Over and it's like, could you imagine? Stupid. Like, seriously, could you imagine? That's, that is the thing when I think about like stardom and celebrity and fame and all of this stuff, you know, I do believe that we'll all get there and be there and have it, but it will never be to the level that someone is taking off work to None of us to are going to be like mega pop stars. No. I just have this to say now. If you take the day off work to read like a think piece that I write for the cut one day, like lose your, like, you like reconsider, reconsider. your life. <laughs> reconsider your entire life. It's, it's not worth it. I do think though that... If, like, I do think that I will have a pop album one day. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it, obviously. And it's going to be great. And I do think that I'll, like, sell, like, small, I'll sell out smaller venues. Mm-hmm. And that'll be my taste. I love that for you. Yeah. yeah, I might show up in, like, a band one day. Well, you and I have a have a plan. By next year, you and I are going to be in Brockhampton. That's I, I forgot about that this. That will work out. I'm, I'm trying to start me. I'm trying to start a band with Patty Harrison. Wait, I literally want to be in that band. You can, you can join our band. Okay. I can sing. Yeah, you can join our band. And I want to learn how to play the bass. You can so I'd learn. That's great. Okay, cool. Great. I only know how to play the oboe and the alto saxophone. Well, those are good starts. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> those are good starts. And you know what? Every good start has a good end. Greta. true. Thank you so stinking much for coming on the pod. Thank you for having me. We loved having you. Do you have anything that you would like to plug? Um, you can follow me on the internet. Love follow that. Follow my Instagram. It's Gertie Bird. And it's literally all photos and videos of myself. It's that's all that it is. I don't no one else exists in my photos or videos other than me. And <laughs> that's just the truth. And here's the thing. The truth is so good because um, it, it's perfect. I love your Instagram so much. I show your videos at work all the time. Oh, like someone get me a job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and that's that. Okay. And like, let's, let's leverage those videos and like get me something. Industry, are you listening? Industry, are you there? Ding dong, ring it a bell. Ring it a bell. But yeah, <laughs> um, follow me on Instagram. And also if you're in LA and you like comedy, come to my weekly show at Genghis Cohen that I co-host with Blair Saki. It's one of the best times. It shows so good. Um, yeah, check out Greta. She's got shows everywhere. She's got vids. Support her. Listen to the pod. It's called pod. The Worst. It's called The Worst. I did a little app. You did an app. And it was, and it a, was a very good app. It was very fun. Your app was honestly one of my favorite apps. Oh, Greta, thanks. It's a great app. I had a really, really good time recording it. It made me very... It was great. It felt very cathartic, but it also was hilarious. I don't know. It's, it was very interesting. Mm. 
So if that's not enough of a reason to listen, then go ahead and listen. <laughs> if it's not, then still listen anyway. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, make sure you like, you share. You rate, you review, you subscribe. Five stars only, no negative reviews. That's what I always say. Please. <laughs> if, if you have nothing nice to say. Don't say it at all, bitch, yeah. honestly. Also, please stop DMing me um, mean things. <laughs> Here's the Guys, deal. Stop DMing IO mean things. Are there you people DM- DMing you mean things yeah. about this podcast? Oh my God. I, uh, psychotically, I don't get mean DMs. So just send what you would send to IO to me and I Can will I delete them something? off rip. Here's the deal. It's just going to be saying my voice is annoying. Here's the deal about when people write mean things about podcasts. Yeah. This is free. So well, if you don't like it, turn it off. You didn't fucking pay for it. Yeah. So don't complain about my vocal fry. Um, I know that I sound like a like a dumb baby. I know that that's what my voice sounds like. No. Canonically, you sound like a, a, a dog riding a skateboard that came to life. I, I know. <laughs> but I say it sometimes on stage, so I do want to repeat it. <laughs> Um, okay, well, enough about me freaking complaining and, and enough about my dumb voice. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for real for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Or honestly, we'll see you on Friday. Couple days, couple days from now. <laughs> Not too long. You listen to me and Olivia chatting about whatever. Bye, guys. Thank you. See ya. Forever. <laughs> dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by dog. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed the show. Once again, if you like hilarious comedians talking about things they're obsessed with, you'll love our podcast, The Unofficial Expert. Now go listen to all of our episodes right now. Bye.